Hello, everybody. Welcome back for another episode of Investigating Mars. Today, we will be talking about episode seven from season two, Nobody Puts Baby in a Corner. I'm Heidi. I'm Jimmy. I'm Malika. I'm Naomi. I'm Yvette. And I'm Elizabeth. And I think I'm getting a cold, so I apologize. That's okay. You don't sound near as bad as I did last week, so. <laughs> or I did the, about uh, three weeks ago. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> Welcome aboard. Thank Hello. you. I'm glad to be back. <laughs> yeah, glad to have you back. Yay. All right. So let's get right into this and let's have our episode summary. All right. Season two, episode seven. Nobody puts baby in a corner. Duncan comes to Veronica with a plea to help him find out which one of the children Meg was babysitting was being mentally abused by her parents by going undercover. Meanwhile, Dick, Beaver, and Kendall are visited by their lawyer who informs them of Big Dick's wishes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, it's going to be oh, one of those. It, it, it really is, yes. I, uh, uh, every time I see the name of this episode, I want to bust out and I've had the time of my life. <laughs> I just want to I just want to swan dive into someone's arms. Because well, Dirty Dancing has a lot to do with this episode. Uh, where is Patrick Swayze? He was supposed to be in this episode. <laughs> That's right. I know he was, you guys were he was in a corner. <laughs> <sighs> so sad. Yeah. All right. So the way I have this split up is a plot is, I think, um, obviously uh, the... The abuse. The, yes, the, the child uh, case. Um... B plot is I had to like rearrange these several times. Mm-hmm. Um, B plot is going to be Logan's case. Hmm. All right. And C plot is the Casablancas stuff. Yeah, I really only I I couldn't rip those two apart, so I just have Mrs. Dick and Beeve and Logan stuff. <laughs> That's how I had it at first, but then I only had two plots. <laughs> yeah, well, my third plot is two things, and it's the Gutenberg bus crash stuff. <laughs> yeah, I have that yeah. plot. I have I, that as I had, good. I had that as my D plot. Yeah, yeah that's, that's just kind of, I'm actually not sure where to stick that. It's uh, It kind of is a D plot, because yeah. it really I is felt, by itself. I felt a lot of way, like, during this, this episode, like, there was just so many, like, little straggles here and there and mm-hmm. everywhere. It wasn't very cohesive. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the A plot was, but then all the other ones just go, I'll just stick this in here. Oh, well, this little note will go in here. <laughs> yeah, I kind of agree. Yeah, I felt like this whole season has been really chaotic, and this episode was just surreal. It was weird. <laughs> it was so weird. It was, it was really uncomfortable. I mean, we're going to talk about the A plot, and actually, like, I'm excited to talk about the A plot because, well, not that I'm excited to talk about it, but it was like, it, it, it had a lot, a lot of feels in that in that eight plot for me. Uh-huh. <clears throat> this yeah. is this is actually one of the uh, better eight plots. Yeah, I agree. Disturbing, but also like at least interesting, interesting. enough for me to get and to not want to nod off or forward. Mm-hmm. Well, and this season has given us a lot of eight plots that actually have to do with the people that we know, rather than random student walks up and here's a case. I know, right? Like, it, it, they they could have just made this some any old child, but they actually they actually made, like, you know, Duncan part of it and a part of the whole Meg thing. And, what? I mean, 
And it's really kind of funny because they tried to make it like it was going to be just some random kid mm-hmm. that we exactly. had never seen before. And then, surprise, it's not some random yeah. kid. Spoiler! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but and then also there was there's a lot of, like, underlying... Well, I mean, why don't we get into the A-plot? Because I have some stuff to say as we get to okay. some of the later scenes. All right, here we go. So, um, first... I don't know why this is in this plot, but it is because it's Duncan and Veronica first. So we have the awkward scene with uh, first Duncan, Veronica and Logan. And then we add Kendall into the mix, which is why she was part of the C plot for me. But yeah, yeah that was really awkward. Yeah. That's all I have to say. Well, that, that, that is the, um, the code word, right? Awkward. <laughs> <Yeah>. Exactly. Right. <laughs> stealing anyone's line but yeah. oh sorry <laughs> <clears throat> there were no, so it's... many good lines i figured that one was probably low on the list yeah it's a safe one <laughs> yeah all right so duncan has read meg's emails and a child that she was babysitting has been abused so they want to read her it. emails though that's kind of weird <laughs> yeah he was super creepy in this like duncan was all into Kind Meg's, of like Meg's business. Yeah, it makes business, but it also kind of. I had to kind of try to remember how long were they together, because like from this, you would think they were together for years, because of all the stuff that he knew and going over to her, babysitting gigs and just like the amount of detail that he knew was just really suspicious, and he acted kind of creepy in this. I think um, it was just yeah, a few months. I don't know how. Yeah, a few months, I guess. So were they were they together like a month before the end of? Season one, when everything went down, the Valentine's dance was. It, it was the Valentine's dance. Wasn't it about the Valentine's dance? Yeah. I thought it, I thought it was the '80s dance. It was the which total was, eclipse of the heart. Yeah, which that was the Valentine's dance. Oh, I, I was just '80s. I didn't realize there was a secondary theme to it. So, okay. So we figure, I guess, that they were together. We'll assume that. Um, the season kind of ended around the end of the school year. Mm-hmm. So February, March, April, May. So four or five months, I guess. Yeah. I guess yeah. that's pretty long in teenage time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, I think that we're supposed to assume that at least Veronica thinks that he was the boyfriend that would come over. I'm not sure that that's the case, you know, because um, that girl rem- mentioned or that woman mentioned that um, she almost uh, pulled the gig because of her boyfriend coming over. Um, but he super knew, he knew a lot of details. And I was like, wow, Duncan is like a really good boyfriend and lis- listener, which is hard for me to believe. <laughs> or there's some, or there's something else going on here. Because he was like, yeah, she went here and here and did this and this and this. And I'm thinking, Duncan. Uh, I, I think that maybe, um, <laughs> that maybe he was her pimp. for babysitting oh my god well you know the creepy pervy dude you know (laughs) oh maybe maybe, okay going going for more of the uh serious type answers here and not just ragging on donut (laughs) oh come on i know but seeing seeing how meg's family is um I mean, maybe it could be the fact that Meg was spending a lot of time with Duncan as a way to get away from her family. And maybe, maybe that's the only time they got to see each other, right? Is that these gigs? That's what I'm thinking. 
Right, yeah. But I don't know. I still like the fact that maybe it's not dunking. Because, you know, this whole, like, this whole season we've had, oh, your boyfriend turning out not to be the right guy. Wouldn't it be interesting if it was like that woman said, oh, her boyfriend and it not being Meg's right guy. It was someone else. Did we see Meg with anybody else during season one? Did she have no. a boyfriend? Yes, she had that boyfriend at the beginning, right? Wasn't that yeah. her? The, they oh, broke up during her. the purity test. Yeah. Oh, right. When we back when we liked Meg. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, back then. Oh. Yeah. For the one episode where we liked Meg. But, yeah. Pretty They're much. like, bring her back. Then they brought her back. We're like, why is she here? <laughs> Go away. Get in a coma. We changed her mind. We did. I know. And then they, they listened to us. They're like, we'll put her away. Uh, Simon. Wow, you guys have power. <laughs> we changed like, hey. the path. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't think that season one ended the way it did until I just came up with my theory. Right. They're that like, that sounds really good. Is. Let's do that. There was time traveling involved. Yes. They listened to this podcast and then they went back and wrote it. Rob Thomas has its hardest. Yeah. But you would think if they were really paying attention to us, they would have gotten rid of Donut by now. <laughs> no, they're they're there because he provides like he provides a scapegoat for anything. <laughs> We're like creepy guy, donut. <laughs> Bus killer, donut. Yeah, he he's got to be there so you guys can pin stuff on him. Ooh. I just I'm I'm thinking that it, it also uh, um, we did the same thing with uh, Georgia. Like don't bring her back ever again. And they didn't. And then we got Jackie and we're like, bring Georgia oh back. <laughs> <laughs> but we did not see Jackie in this one. So for Yay! that alone, Yay! I am. Yeah, yeah where has Jackie... Jackie is a good one. Where's Jackie disappeared to? Is she out looking for uh, Wallace or something? We haven't seen her since <laughs> Wallace. Evil, I guess. So, she, she's, she's found some college boy who can show her a good time. That's right. We'll or, you know, a whole fraternity full of them. Hmm. Yeah. So let's talk about that. Still no answer from Wallace. Yeah, that was just a side thing. That was like one of those strands. Where exactly. I, like, I put it this just goes nowhere. Yeah. Okay. So was there like something going on with the actor that he wanted, he needed to be out from the show for a bit? I think there had to be. I don't know specifically. I don't remember that being talked about. He had to do a musical yeah. on but, Broadway. But really, I mean, why else? I mean, the only other thing was, I know we we talked at one point um, during the first half of season one, and there was the idea that they only hired the actors for a certain number of episodes. Right. So that's why we had one episode with Wallace and then one episode with Weevil. Mm-hmm. And I'm just wondering, like, if they decided that they were going to take all of Wallace's non-episodes in a lump in instead one of chunk. scattering yeah. them. Possibly. Or if it was something where the actor was like, no, I need to to be out for a certain period of time and they were willing to work around that. Hmm. Well, I mean, it worked into the storyline very well, um, you know, considering the, the dad stuff, which I assume is going to come into play heavier late, in the later in the season. Yeah. So, well, I mean, if, if you knew far, far enough ahead of time, you can write that in around it. I mean, that was, that's one of my favorite episodes of Firefly uh, out of gas. They, went through and um, quickly took out Zoe as a character because of the fact that she was, that was, they were filming the week that she was getting married. 
Mm. So they're like, okay, come in, shoot this one scene, and then you'll be unconscious for the rest of the episode, and you can go on your honeymoon. (laughs) (laughs) So I don't know. Maybe Wallace is off, you know. On his honeymoon. Getting married? Getting married. (laughs) He's doing a a one-man play off-Broadway or something. I don't know. Yeah, that was my first first go-to. Yeah. Always a Broadway musical. (laughs) There you go. All right, Veronica becomes a babysitter. Oh, oh my gosh, God. so <laughs> unlikely. And she, uh, she first of all invites herself over to Gia's house, which we won't talk about her going there yet. This uh. is just the inviting herself over scene. That scene was so weird. <laughs> oh my God, the whole thing with Gia was super weird. But yeah, we won't get I, into that part. But yeah, that was like, the, she's weird. Like Gia is very, very strange. Like. But oh my I, god, you should totally come over, blah blah blah. And I remembered where I've seen the actress from. Because you read her? Yeah. Yeah. Like she's... You guys were first naming off all these TV shows and stuff, and I've never seen her in that. But she was in the movie When in Rome, where oh. she played uh Kristen Bell's best friend. Hmm. And like now wow. I'm looking at this and I'm just like, wait, no, there <laughs> isn't that same awesome bestie chemistry what happened why are you so awkward and you guys are so awesome what she was also just in an episode of breaking bad that i just watched i'm only on season two but um oh yeah yeah i was so, like so oh. that show. <laughs> and she's you watch you watch breaking bad and you realize how like grown up she is because like i do it the, i've done it the reverse so i've seen breaking bad and i see her in this and i'm like oh she's so different (laughs) wow talk about um i don't know however many years but yeah but also in that scene that teacher lady is wow yes that's a good stereotype that that was very intense i loved how she she had a piece of paper with yes mist taped over it and and taped to her name tag that was awesome that was hilarious. Yeah, so her husband left and she doesn't need a babysitter. She needs a clone. Yeah, she does. Okay, was she I, referring I, to killing herself in the tub? Is that why she said that thing that she said about more time in the tub? Yeah, oh. that's dark. I think that was a completely different totally oh. totally different direction but i like the dark i'm sticking with the dark now no i i took it in the direction of you know middle-aged women you know take a glass of wine and go into the bathtub and put on the music and Naomi. Now we've got dark, dark and dirty. Wow. I didn't, for once, like, I didn't go there. <laughs> that didn't even occur to me. I'm, I'm not, blushing. I'm not no, sure I'm not. she had the time for that, though. I think that's the problem. Right. Yeah. Otherwise, she maybe would have wanted a better better. <laughs> yeah, she'd be like, come over all the time. I would be in the tub yeah. forever. Never coming out. Yeah. All right. So the first babysitting job is for Sabrina's family, who we remember from the episode where she was tormented and couldn't uh, study for her tests. And uh, Edwin, her little brother, is who Veronica is babysitting. And he has a schedule and he sticks to it. 
And I just have Neptune parents are crazy. Because <laughs> that's the that's what this episode proved. They're all crazy yeah. and have crazy kids. Yes, but no, I mean it's not even the the kid. It was the dad at the end. Mm. Yeah, the creepy. Like, Stay away what? from all of that words, all of those words. Well, I, I know. So he's like, so we have the standing date night on Friday, and Saturday you can come over to the hey, boat. Hey, and, hey, hey, hey. Yes, yes. And, then, and then Sunday there's this, which is another work thing. And I was just like, is that the schedule Meg followed? I know. Like, that's maybe, where maybe, the pimp came in. That's yes, where... I was just going to say. Maybe that's. That was like donuts, like yeah, bring back some of that, uh, you know, good stuff. I don't know. Um, but they, but then we see also the the picture of yeah the that Edwin draws, which I thought was hilarious. <laughs> that was supposed to be that Veronica, just... right? Yes. Yeah, okay. <laughs> okay. It's yeah, so, like, so uh, Edwin's going to be. Um... Serial killer. Uh, yeah, a case in in season sixteen, Edwin. Is. Yeah, seriously. Dexter in training. In the movie, Jimmy. In and completely like Dexter, like you know, has this like nice boy persona, and you know, brings donuts and is happy yeah. and like following orders, and then his secret life where he kills his babysitter with lots of blood. Well, why did the dad give that drawing anyway? Like, would yeah. he be like, "Damn, my kid's messed up. I better hide this away." He probably's too high to realize like what the hell is going on. He's like, "Here's this picture. I have to go smoke a J in the taxi. Whatever." <laughs> they don't know what's going on. Oh. Oh. I just called him Dr. Pervert. <laughs> Good. Good. Just a bit. Yes, just a bit. Yeah. Uh, then the next babysitting job is for Albert, who is Mrs. Hauser's little hike. Oh, oh my God. Um, but, but you skipped over the setup for that. Well, and the wonderfulness yeah. that was the photoshopped picture of Lamb. Yes. <laughs> that was awesome. Oh, my gosh. I just, I love the, we'll, we'll get to it in a second, but when she picks up Albert, and she, yes. we find out, uh, we find I, out who she's dating. I, I will pay the, 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 the price to ship that train. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I just, I want them to make, like, guest appearances in every episode, and just, like, together and saying random stuff. <laughs> like, maybe, like, yeah, that, that, that would be good. Because we, we like, need to see Sax with a with a little bit of a yep. So side piece. Albert Albert refuses to be babysat by anyone other than Veronica. Yeah. So he just shows up, and every time <laughs> the teacher is just like talking about their dates and then the wedding plans, and we can hear the same thing from uh, Porn Stash's side. And, yeah. <laughs> so we're talking spinoff show then. <laughs> yep. I, I just want to see what kind of drugs like Veronica gave to Albert to get him to pass out. <laughs> she, she just sat him in front of the TV and sugar. he went into. No. I know, but like I wouldn't put it past her to like dose his ice cream. What? <laughs> and and again, uh, this seems to be the theme of this season for me. There's a deleted scene of that. Uh huh. And um, it's really so much better with the stuff that they deleted because I was very annoyed by that scene in general, but Keith comes home and, and he's tormenting backup and like, it's so bad. And then, you know, all of a sudden she turns on the cartoons and he's being completely spaz. And she's like three, 
two, one, and he kind of just slips into a TV. (laughs) (laughs) This is why we watch TV. (laughs) (laughs) Takes a spaz out of all of us. Yeah, that's great. I do love when Duncan, like, comes hurrying in with the ice cream, and then she's just like, shh. (laughs) (laughs) Don't say anything. (laughs) That was the best donut scene of the night. Yeah, yeah, I agree. All right, so Veronica meets, or no, she goes to Gia's for the sleepover. There's some unwelcome other guests. Oh, my God. Oh, oh my God. This was so weird. Was this weird? I think this is every person's nightmare. Horrible. Oh, my God. It's not every person. I think, like, you know. There's teenage boys that this is, like. The, their like fantasy well, right okay. <laughs> that's exactly what i was thinking as soon as uh, um, first of all veronica's face is priceless um mm-hmm. but the second i'm i'm watching it and i'm like okay they're braiding hair they're dancing to rihanna in like their sexy pjs and i was like this is this was written by a straight man wasn't it <laughs> yeah, and there's like qualified, but other than that yeah there's like <laughs> bra scenes everywhere and i'm just thinking all right this is what, yeah, it was written by a straight guy or um, a, a woman who had a very sick sense of humor. Just because this would be, this is like the stereotypical thing. And it would also be Kristen or not Kristen, Veronica's like utter nightmare to go to something like this. Mm-hmm. They did it way better in the original 90210 where they ended up having to play um, uh, skeletons in the closet and everybody <gasps> got. <laughs> I remember that episode. Spoilers. sorry if you haven't if you haven't made it past 1993 then that might have been a spoiler that intro cast cast was next jimmy and (laughs) (laughs) well that's a long intro cast (laughs) okay here's here's my sheltered upbringing showing what is skeletons in the closet uh, Skeletons in the Closet was a game that uh, I don't know if it's necessarily a real thing that people played in real life, but on the TV show, uh, basically, you know, somebody got picked and uh, they had to answer all the questions that were asked uh, honestly. And so they, you know, were asking about like sexual assault and, you know, were you really a slut in ninth grade and this and that and, you know, and it got real dark and devious and and everybody stormed off and it's kind of like basically embarrassed people. Yeah. Truth or dare without the dare? Without the dare, yeah. 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 And supposedly to answer honestly, blah, blah, blah. I don't think it's a real, I mean, I haven't, I never played that part of it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure it was a real thing. I certainly played a lot of truth or dare, but. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. So Veronica meets Gia's brother, Rodney, and he's a nervous little child. Uh, I'll say. So why is Gia normal and Rodney is not? Okay, wait. Gia's not normal. No, no. (laughs) (laughs) She's so not normal. Right. But she's not. It's. Yeah, they made it look like he was, you know, obviously leading us, leading the witness that we were, you know, he was the one being abused. But yet Gia runs around the house and has alcohol and nobody seems to care what she's doing. But well, and, and Gia seemed like she just thought Rodney was weird. Like, why is he acting that way? Which if he's 
being abused, just, wouldn't she know why he was acting that way? I just maybe it's a son thing, or like he's supposed to be like a certain way, or maybe it's like they they're not raised by the same parents. You oh, know? that's right. Like, o- only sons are abused in this in this town. That's right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Um, when I, I heard actually, something about her coming back into town or something, maybe she was gone for a while, or maybe she went to boarding school. Maybe. I um, there were several cues that he gave off that I thought, um, and this might not have been the writer's intention, but I thought that he came off as slightly autistic. I was just gonna say that. Mm-hmm. I think that's something. I think that I don't know. Yeah, it, it could be. Maybe that was the the. Well, we'll get to that later, but maybe that was the expression on on the face, on what's his face, his face. Yeah. The, the dad, like, Mayor yeah, Gutenberg's face. Yeah, Mayor Gutenberg's face. I think so. like, he said, okay, I have to tell your mom, but what what was he telling her about, that he spilled water? I know. What? It seems like there was missing information in that scene yeah. to me. Was there a deleted scene to Yeah. Me? What's that? No, there was not a deleted scene for that scene. Okay. I think that's it's it's to add to the mystery. It is, and I think that maybe there was something else. Maybe he wasn't talking about the spilling the water. Maybe there was like conversation going on that we weren't hearing because Veronica was eavesdropping. I think I think, and that, maybe she assumed that it was the water because yeah, yeah I don't know. I, I think that this was just purposely purposefully misleading. Yeah, I think so too. I think we're because, reading too much. Yeah, because because we're obviously supposed to think that you know this is the kid, mm-hmm. you know that 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 Meg was babysitting, blah blah blah, and then we find out later. But it did make me. It still raised some questions regarding that family and them being a little bit hinky. And you know my my ever popular theory about Mr. Gutenberg. I what's his name? The good person, whatever. Um, <laughs> Mayor Gutenberg. Just call him Mayor Gutenberg. It's okay. Fine. I'm just going to call him Mayor Gutenberg. Yeah, just like so, something's not right with that. So, I mean, even though it was kind of resolved that this wasn't the family, I still think there's something weird going on. Like maybe something was wrong with the kid. I, I totally buy that, but um, I don't know. I think that might be a smoke screen later on to make us think that he's a good guy. I'm just, I just think he's evil. Okay, enough. <laughs> By the, way, by the way, I call that as a new part of the drinking game. Every time that we use a name that is the name that we made up for them and not their actual name. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, it'll so, be like everybody. Yeah, Everybody's wasted. I, so I drunk. refuse to call him anything other than Deputy Porn Stash. If we know his name, I, I refuse to call him that. And every time that's said, somebody take a drink every, right there. She just said, that's use right, it. Yeah. All right, so Veronica leaves when Dick and Beaver show up because Beave that's was, just too much. Beaver was part of the crashing party, which I thought was hilarious. Oh. I was like, because you'd expect it from Dick, and then like all of a sudden Beaver pops out of like the woodwork. By the way, who was on The Walking Dead last week? Yeah. <clears throat> Anyways, I was like, oh, look, it's him. <laughs> and he looks different, but still creepy. <laughs> I think we pointed this out a couple of episodes ago, but um, he was also the basically the male lead on um, Nightmare, the new Nightmare on Elm Street. You know who he looks like? You know that guy that in Twilight, the main character, what's his name, Robert Patterson or whatever. He looks like an anemic Robert Patterson or whatever. Like, <laughs> like if he really was, if he really was a vampire, 
that's what this guy looks like. Every time Beef is on my screen, I think he's on Twilight. Like, I think he's... <laughs> yes! <laughs> and, like, you must... I mean, it's the haunted eyes. It's the pallor. It's, like, there's this guy. He's up to no good. He's going to start sucking on people's necks in just a second. Leave my beaver alone. <laughs> oh my god. So touch my dick and I'll leave your beaver alone. <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, anyway. That's probably part of, it has to be part of the drinking game too, is p- <laughs> Inappropriate now, yeah. comments regarding Dick and Beaver. Yes. yes. <laughs> I'm so glad that they're regulars now. <laughs> like, I wasn't for it at the beginning of the season, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm so glad they're here. Considering yeah. they have become, like, the the giggle fest of every podcast we've done for this season, I'm so glad that they're here. Because we're 13. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can't wait until we actually, until people actually start to get to hear these things. <laughs> right. It's coming. They're coming now. We we released episode one. Yay! I heard Yay. it. Yes. All right. So Duncan and Veronica are gonna break into Meg's house because oh, that's you know that's what they do. What you do. It really confused me at first because she mentions Lily, you know, with the whole because um, he goes for the he goes for the air vent, yeah. and at first I was really confused. I was like, wait a minute. I thought they were in Meg's house and I was a little confused as to whose house they were in. But I guess she just uh she he just advised her, Hey, stash it up there. My dead sister did. Why not you? No, he claimed that as his own. Yeah, that's what I said too. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we share So he did. let Lily know? We, we really do. Well he Logan so Lily got it uh from Logan, but he passed it off to Meg as his own idea. <laughs> Wait, you mean donut? Donut. Yeah, donuts. yeah. You don't have to drink and, for donut because that's just his name. Right. And yeah. now we're in the Tom Miller song. <laughs> yeah. Um, so they find Meg's little sister, Grace, in the closet. Uh, I'm sorry. Back Another up. vampire. Wait, back up one second. Okay. And they take all of that stuff out of the uh, out of the vent. Yeah. Donut, donut takes Let's something see. and Butters. puts it in his pocket. Or paper of some kind. Yeah, I yeah. thought it was like a notebook or something. A note or something. There was something that he took that he kept. And I, I'm i not sure what it was exactly, but I it have... It was like an envelope. It, yeah. it, 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 was, it wasn't the right size for ultrasound pictures. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it was, his, it was his pimp, like, you know, it was his pimp stash that he had, like, kept over at his host place. It, and he's like... It could, it could have been adoption papers. But it wasn't ultrasound. You mean Meg's his sister? <laughs> what? No, you mean Meg's I mean, his sister? I mean, I mean, the fact that they put their baby up for adoption. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, that's, yeah. I just think they'd left her on a doorstep somewhere. But that's that would be a, a, a Duncan thing to do. But she's still <laughs> pregnant. Yeah, so, like, see, this is the reason why. <laughs> we haven't figured out exactly where. She is. <laughs> she could be this... pregnant. She could have already had the baby. We don't know. It's it's a mystery baby. <laughs> Maybe there's more than one baby. We just it, don't. it defies all laws of you know biology and just... that... <laughs> And you know what? It also de- defies like it's it's a time it's a time travel thing again because that's why they seem to know each other so well because they had babies multiple 
and then they went back in time and it just seemed like three months so it was uh, so doctor who showed up and they've been traveling for a whole bunch of years and now they come back to the normal timeline and she's had a couple babies mm-hmm. yeah. Probably. yeah that sounds reasonable yeah i think so <laughs> All right, so, so I think yeah I mean this is another reason why he was acting super creepy in this like episode because of like you know his covert things he just and, and here's a question but I'm not sure which plot line that it fit into so I've got it all on its own but where was Duncan during the whole rich kid class because he says that he checked that he read her emails last night so I didn't think that he was like reading the emails during the class but why wasn't he in rich kid class and does it have yeah. a different name because i don't remember it and then the, and duncan and veronica looked at each other what, what was yeah. it called again what is it i think I just, it's fbla like yeah. Major business leaders of america uh yeah yeah uh, yeah, yeah. yeah i'm calling it rich class. Kid class <laughs> yeah you have to drink for that that's the name made up yeah all right so now they find grace in the closet oh grace Super. It was like a street urchin. It was like so really dark circles and a really dark circles. Yeah, she looked like Beaver's sister. <laughs> but yeah, this kind of scared me. Like you know, scary, creepy girl in the closet. I'm not ready. Blah blah blah. Well, Is this yeah, the same that one that about? we saw? Is this just the same sister that we saw before? No. Um, we saw her in the hospital. That's what I mean. Is this the same girl oh. we saw in the hospital? We did see her yeah, in the hospital, is... but th- this is not the girl who came to Donut's room. Right. There's there's another oh, sister. There's the older yeah, sister. Yeah, yeah. That's... that's the one I'm thinking about. Yeah, the, the one Lizzie. who was the one who Lizzie? gave her the yeah. the laptop. The one that gave yeah the laptop. Okay. Yeah. So wait, is I thought Meg was the oldest. I think so. Yeah, I think Meg's the yeah. oldest. Yeah. And then there's the, the the sister who brought the laptop. Who is Lizzie, and, I believe. And then Grace. Yes. Okay. Oh my gosh, super creepy. And then this guy, speaking of Dexter, yeah, the dad was on Dexter too. Yeah, and the doctor too. <laughs> this is the Dexter show. Oh yeah, you're right. Weird. <laughs> He's a creepy neighbor. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I think he was... um. What was the show? Grace Under Fire. He was the <gasps> ex-husband on that. I loved Grace Under Fire. Hmm. I'm I'm pretty sure. I did not IMDb him, but I'm pretty sure that he was. Well, you are IMDb. So. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> You're my IMDb, Naomi. <laughs> <laughs> so Meg's father catches them and calls Sheriff Lamb. I'm like, really? You're going to call Sheriff Lamb? I, I oh my gosh! And Lamb look look like he actually was decent in this. Yes, this and is so I, weird. He keeps on doing this. So my note for him is for this is, damn! And here is Lamb going and earning my respect again. Just what I hated him. Well, well again, it just, what, what what other thing I, did he earn your respect for? No, I, I didn't no, say again. Someone no, else did. He, yeah, it was me. I, I didn't mean earn it again, but remember how just a couple of episodes ago we were like, yeah, back in season one, we wanted to see a spinoff show with, you know, um, like Keith. with Keith, Lamb and Keith. And so, like, he was actually not a bad guy. He was just an incompetent guy. And then we started really hating on him when he was like, you know, when he won the race, the, yeah, the sheriff yeah. race. Mm-hmm. And we were really down on him. And now I'm like, again, like, I don't hate him. I guess that's what I should say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was but actually no, did the decent like, thing. I, this is the first time ever 
Like, I respect him now. This is the first I, time... I don't know if I want to, but I do. <laughs> this is the first time they've ever humanized him. Mm-hmm, yeah. Like, he has some kind of, like, heart in, well, in his chest. Well, it's, it's not, not that he has heart. It's that we... They, they showed us that he is the way that he is for a reason. If yeah. that makes oh. sense. Yeah, yeah. Because he I was... Didn't... I didn't even pick up on that, but oh, yeah, it's his backstory. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I yes, I got the fact from you know, my, yes, my father said the same excuse, but I didn't mm. realize that. Oh, the idea of him growing up in that sort of a childhood made him the the way he is. Oh. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. I guess that's why I thought like heart. I, I guess yeah. You're you're absolutely right. It's not that he has a heart necessarily, but he has a he has a reason why. Yeah, he got a backstory. Yeah. Which was he really has an origin cool. story. I never ever I actually I didn't think that we would ever really get a backstory for Lamb. I thought mm-hmm. he was just there as an antagonistic character and you know that he was always gonna be just kind of a on the side. So the fact that we got this and it's a tiny it's the tiniest of glimpses that we get of a backstory mm-hmm. for him, but it it hits you right in the face you know or it's like whap he's three-dimensional all yeah, of a sudden all of a sudden <sighs> which i like okay I like kudos kudos to the writers because mm-hmm. that i'm just like i'm sitting over here and my mind is just blown yeah <laughs> 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 like in a good way <sighs> all right anything else on a plot no okay i'm gonna throw this little piece in here well i don't know just because uh keith asks woody about if uh there has been anything come out of the bus crash investigation or if lamb is even investigating and woody talks to him about incorporating neptune and that he wants keith to be the sheriff okay the chief of police the chief of police thank you so i have this Gutenberg is back. I don't trust this guy. What's up with this horrid self-tan? He matches this shirt. <laughs> <laughs> That's no, what I got so, out of that. Excellent notes. So I figured that this is, this is, we were thinking, you know, how is he, what is his angle? How is he evil? Mm-hmm. And this is it. So that's pretty cool. And so uh, this is why I think it goes back to the PCH gang, because it, like they're part of, the part that he doesn't like maybe he's like one of those like obsessive compulsive like like clean phobes like you know the germaphobes <laughs> and he just wants everything super like in its order and it freaks him out when things are not like no, i don't I, know i'm getting running away with it yeah, oh well, maybe, maybe. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, i mean that's the, the idea of of incorporation for um i mean like he was saying it can really Bring in more money. Bring in more money, but it's the idea of tax bases, and um, I mean, I student of history here, so many history lesson. Um, when when towns were first being given charters and incorporation, it was, it was the idea that if you lived in a town, you were not part of the feudal system, so you weren't a serf or a slave; you were a free man. And so there's like, th- this is always the idea of cities 
and towns have always been sort of, you know, this is where you can go to make it. This is where the, the, the good things are. And the people who live in the unincorporated areas are the peasants. Uh, oh. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I have never understood this storyline so well before. Because <laughs> usually I'm just like, okay... Yeah, I don't, I don't know what's going on here. I, 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 I thought I, you know, I, I understood it in kind of like a context, like the way that he used the word. I kind of, I kind of had an idea of what it meant. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but well, that, well, with the idea of having, having a, a city of Neptune, and the, the, the town of Neptune, you know, unincorporated, with a city, it would have all of its own level of government so there would be like he was saying its own police department but it would also have its own fire department its own sanitation its own school district yeah i mean this is like massively going to be dividing the classes yeah which is why i think it has to do with the pch thing like you know i mean or or they're part of that that the the, the division that he wants to see happen Mm mm-hmm because he wants to do away with the lower class entirely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He wants him out of a city. Yeah. Yeah. I liked Keith's, uh, hopefully this isn't mm-hmm. a quote, I'm not going to quote it, but, you know, that Keith wouldn't even be able to afford to live there. Right. Yeah. But they, you know, give him money. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now for B-plots, because I really didn't know where to put that. Okay. All right. So this is the Logan plot. And Logan goes and finds Veronica in the bathroom and asks for her help because the witness has set him up. So he was just like waiting in there for who knows how long (laughs) until she happened to come in. I know. He has nothing to do. It was (laughs) because they came out of rich kid class. And he went into the girls' ba- put the out of order sign on and went into the girls' bathroom. Oh, and so okay. Veronica saw the sign and was like, "Oh, someone needs me." So it's like, <laughs> it's like <laughs> the bat signal. Yes, it's Veronica's version of the bat signal. That's awesome. So this was the other deleted scene, but um, what was deleted from the scene? It didn't. It didn't take away to or add, but he was sitting in the uh, on the toilet in the in the stall when she walked in, and she could only see his <laughs> shoes. Um, and then there was a little more conversation, but not it wasn't it, it wasn't mind blowing of what the difference was. Uh huh. Didn't really add anything. I need to start watching these deleted scenes. I know, me too. I'm obsessed with them. I don't know why nobody else is watching them, but I guess that's my part in the podcast now. Like now that I have access to them, for some reason I don't really want to. Like I, I don't know. I I have an aversion to them, just like you have an obsession to them. Maybe (laughs) I feel like once I start, I won't stop. I feel like I want to watch the episode in its pure form. Mm -hmm. This was the way that it aired on TV. I'm going to watch it that way. And then everybody else would have the same experience, you know, now. Mm -hmm. Maybe the second watch time, I'd go back and watch the deleted scenes. Well, I'm factoid guy for deleted scenes then. That's right. Good. (laughs) Somebody has to be. All right. We find out the 911 caller who came forward isn't the guy who Logan saw when he woke up on the bridge. Because he lied. Because he's Logan. Yeah. 
I didn't say I was surprised. I just said he lied. <laughs> Is that true? Though I did go back and look at the first episode. Are they different? I don't even know. I didn't even look back either. I didn't. They, they look the same to me. <laughs> I think they. I think they are different. It, it didn't occur to me to look back, but I, I I assumed that since Logan was admitting that he lied, that um, that he was telling the truth. Yeah. yeah. Of course, he is Logan. <laughs> he was a total jerk in this episode. Just FYI. Yeah, I just I re- I don't like Logan uh, anymore. No. This started maybe like two episodes ago, and that's now. Every time I see him, I'm like, no. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? Like, supposed to like him anymore? I, I I think that's the that's the whole point. He's reverted oh, back no. to he's reverted back to what 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 was it? What what was the quote? Uh, psychotic. Uh, psychotic jackass. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I, I'm sure that there's shippers out there that want them back together. Blah blah blah. But honestly, like, I just <laughs> out there. I think we have one here. <laughs> oh right. Okay. I've, you know. I've just. I'm sitting here quietly, biting my tongue. Yep. <laughs> okay, well, I'm I'll, with you, Naomi. I'll, I'll, just... I'll agree with you that, you know, he definitely is getting worse. But what we saw in season one was they ramped up him getting worse and more irritating right before he got, you know, sweet and, and well, awesome. That's, that's what I was going to say. I think that, like... I think that when we saw him ramp up to this, you know, he was like a jerk. And then they had like little different little small things to let you know that he wasn't a jerk. Um, just they kind of, you know, a look here, this there. And then he's obviously very, very cute. And um, <laughs> and then like now it's like it's kind of a ramp down. So I don't think it's just it's going to be a matter of time before they start giving him like little good things to do again well i mean even in the scene in the bathroom not to not to backtrack but in the scene in the bathroom um where he's you know he's being super douchey about you know like remember we did this blah, Mm -hmm. blah 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 but he also makes a point of making the connection with her again of like you know I need your help. And, and, and then, and then he cuts her by saying, you know, well, at least you enjoyed me asking you for help, you know? So it's, it's that same thing from season one where not the same thing, of course, but the, um, but you know, where, where they're drawn together and they want to help each other, you know, or, or he wants her help and she wants to help him, even though, even though she knows that she shouldn't and, and, I think that they're trying to rebuild it. The I think that are. yeah, I think I think that they will start to rebuild it even more. I agree. Circle gets a square. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Veronica goes and meets with the doctor who was the nine one one caller supposedly, and um, he's a plastic surgeon, and she says that she going to get work done for her 18th birthday and he tries to talk her out of it. Okay. So Stay away from all I've, the descriptions. Maybe I've seen too many episodes of Nip Tuck, which, I mean, I think that was a total of three. But she comes in and, and he's like, so what do you want done? And I, Oh, I don't think you need anything done. And I'm like, no, she asked you to tell you what you think. That's what you're trained to look for 
you go through and tell her what you think. I mean, what sort of plastic surgeon are you? That you One who doesn't get much business. <laughs> I mean, seriously, like. Or he's yeah. a respectable, um, a respectable plastic surgeon who does drugs and um, would <laughs> like. To... <laughs> As they all do. And I... Just because you're a drug user doesn't make you a bad person. It's, it's, yeah, but... that, that is very, very true. Let's no, you're, you're on to something, Jimmy. You're on to something. The reason that he is doing this whole thing with Logan is to cancel off his drug debt because he doesn't have any money to buy his drugs because he doesn't get any clients because, because he tells he people <laughs> and you don't need work. Talks everybody out of it. You're lovely just the way you are. <laughs> He's too nice to be a plastic surgeon and a drug dealer. <laughs> addict whatever but you know what I whatever mean. yeah oh man yeah so going to that veronica follows the doctor to the cigar shops where they're known for dealing drugs and we find this out because keith sniffs her jacket he's got a robo nose <laughs> a what a robo nose how okay if if Go somebody knows. seriously, if somebody okay, if somebody has just smoked a cigarette, you know, or been around somebody who's smoking cigarettes, and I am somebody who smokes cigarettes, but also can't stand the smell of cigarettes, which is really kind of bizarre. Um, <laughs> and and when somebody is smoking a cigarette, I can certainly smell it, and it bothers me. <laughs> um, but. Eight hours later, if you set foot in a cigar shop and walked out, there's no way that if you're five feet from a jacket that somebody wore and was exposed to smoke for just that period of time, unless you have a robo nose, Mm -hmm. there's just no way. Yeah, but my sister is able to do that. So I like from five feet. Yeah, I have a very sensitive um, nose as well. I mean, for everything. And I can kind of. I can pick up on it like from pretty far away. Like it's just a very distinctive smell. Well, yeah, especially if you are if if that person is smoking cigarettes and they are coated in it. But if you just pass right. through, like if you're walking down the street and you pass through a couple of smokers, you're you're not going to smell that on me five hours later. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Unless but, you have okay. a nose. If this, you do, that's this fine. Is place, this is the place where tobacco products are being sold so it has that smell in it permanently and just like going into someone's house that's a smoker even if they aren't actively smoking a cigarette it still has that cigarette smell to the house and the air and you just pick that it up is from true. being that there is true that is true yeah she wasn't in there very long though so uh, oh, i do get it jimmy yeah, yeah. It, it doesn't matter uh, i just thought it was funny because i was like whoa really that, that was really good. Your nose is on par with Gadget. Yeah, have you guys, have you guys ever go, go watched Gadget Psych? Nose? What's that? Psych? Yeah, guys, oh yeah. Gus has, has a super, super nose. Sniffer. Yeah, super yeah. sniffer. Yeah, my, my sister would put Gus to shame. <laughs> All right, I think that's... She smells, she smells cigarettes. She's like, 
you ate a chocolate bar sometime this morning and it's after dinner and I'm like how do you smell that it's like you had chocolate and you didn't share it with me it sounds really annoying for her <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> if i were her i would start smoking so that she could get rid of some of that smell <laughs> so she just she washes her clothes a lot <laughs> A lot. Her poor jacket. Her jackets never last because she always washes them. It's like, oh, a dog touched me. I have to wash my jacket. Ah. Oh my god. Wow. Okay, I think think that's all on B-plot. Because the Kendall stuff is C-plot. All right, back to the the beginning of my my B-C. I know. I know. (laughs) All right, so first up in the C-plot is FBLA, and Beaver is doing very well in the fake stock market, and Dick put all of his money into Casablanca's Industries, so he's basically broke in fake stocks. (laughs) Uh, You know, I need need to have my phone ready with the... uh... With, with the, the sound, sound effects. effects. Yeah, did. it's been a while since I've had a good sound effect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I know it doesn't mean anything, but I was like, <laughs> I was like, that teacher's mean to be basically making fun of this guy who's dead. Well, all of his money. I mean, obviously, the, fact- he, the teacher lost his money too, but it's a little soon. A little soon. Well, I think well, he's probably bitter. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> That's true. Dick lost. This Dick lost. Fake money. Teacher but lost, he also lost real money. Real money. Well, and he I mean, also lost his family lost father. Money. Yeah. Yeah. Which he doesn't seem to care about. No. Yeah. He doesn't. That's, yeah. That's weird. Yeah. Well, it, you know, I mean, if you had a parent who was as terrible as 98.7 of all of the parents in <laughs> yeah. Neptune, yeah. <laughs> Neptune oh then yeah, you probably seriously. would be like. Yeah. Except for yeah. Max, mom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Keith. yeah, they're the the three percent to no point three percent, whatever. Yeah, it's a very small percent. Exactly, very small percent. Um, so we find out that Dick has a trust fund that he can only access if his if a parent signs so that he can access it. And Kendall has no money to speak of because all of Dick Senior's uh, funds, Dick, Dick. yes, are <laughs> and they are frozen because he's being investigated. And... <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, but his name is Big Dick. <laughs> oh my god! I'm sorry. Anyways, I'm sorry, you were saying... No, I'm done. (laughs) (laughs) The fact that the recap of the episode called him Big Dick was the... I know. Yeah, Yeah, it felt so good saying that. I love it. It's a thing. Um, You don't get to drink for that one because they called him that, so... I may cry. I literally have tears in my eyes right now. Oh my. Wait, what if what if their mom is named Beaver? Could be Big Beaver and Big Dick. <laughs> oh, 
Is Mrs. Dick and Beef proper? <laughs> oh, oh my God! That was that was that was that was great. Thank you very much. <laughs> and there's a joke I could make here about her living in Europe, and but I won't. Okay, so let's talk about her because she shows up and. Beaver Big Beaver? Wants, yes. And Beaver wants to go and live with her. <laughs> wow. That was sad. That was sad. That was sad because, because Big Beaver didn't want Little Beaver to come live with her. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I can't help myself. So funny. I can't. Oh, please, I hope you guys enjoy the fact that we find this so funny, because... <laughs> I know, I really feel oh. sorry for you if you don't. I'm sorry, you probably have to, like, fast-forward through most of this. I'm sorry, what were we talking about again? Yeah, <laughs> what, what's the point of this? Uh-huh. <laughs> the TV show that we're supposed to be talking about. <laughs> that it was, it was sad, but then it was funny, so... <laughs> it was sad. Right, it was sad that Mom didn't want Cassidy to come live with her. Yeah, that was sad. Well, can you imagine? Like, she's leaving him with Dick and Kendall. I mean, I mean, really? Well, and Kendall, what, how does Kendall, how, what is, who's paying for that house? Because I assume it's not paid for. I think maybe they just haven't seized it. Like, they're, I don't. I don't know why they wouldn't, where they're, like, taking all of his assets or whatever, but... I mean, like, are Dick oh. and Beef going to go live with Logan and Donut now? <laughs> so, so here's the thing. Is it the idea that the house... Because I would imagine... I, I, I could believe that the house would probably be paid for. Um, but... Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I mean, maybe, depending on it. But um, there's the idea that if they're going after the like stuff for um depending on whose name the house is like if right if it's the ex-wife her name was on the house or i don't know i mean there, there's a bunch of different ways that <laughs> and, and i and i be protected i guess if the wife if the <clears throat> the house is in the wife's name then she probably wouldn't want to sell it because she doesn't you know she wants her kids to have some place to live that's not her house yeah exactly she doesn't want them so yeah another great parent right exactly so she signs over the trust fund yeah and and dick buys a french maid outfit oh my goodness (laughs) oh my lord i i i have a little bit of a problem with this which is (laughs) funny because I really don't have any problem with anything that's this overtly weird. But, so, it's one thing for, you know, Logan to want to have sex with Kendall, and even for Donut to be alright with having sex with Kendall, but Dick wanting to sexualize 
Mrs. Dick and Beave is really kind of creepy. Oh, it's super creepy, Jimmy. I agree. Mm-hmm. Do we and know yet. how long they were married? Long enough for them to have sex. No, no, I'm not saying it's not creepy. <laughs> I'm just wondering, like, was she changing his diaper? No. I mean, like, was it like been a year or has it been? I mean, yeah, it's the whole thing with the that with was that how was, they treated her character and stuff. That I didn't really like, but that was one of yeah. the things that really kind of also made me say like what when was when Kendall when they were having the meeting for with the lawyer about the money and Kendall was like I'm their mother and I was like who what (laughs) (laughs) I was like on on what plan did you adopt them (laughs) (laughs) I'm not so sure you can use that title it just looks. It just sounded really wrong when she said it. <laughs> I, I think Especially when it said she was twenty-five, which was I was like, okay, we're going there. <laughs> yeah, I I think it was more a desperate move. And I love that actually they have her playing twenty-five, and she's probably she's in her thirties at this point, like well, yeah. in, like mid thirties probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and looking great. Beautiful, mm-hmm. fabulous. She's so beautiful. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are. I would. I would totally be into Beaver for her. <laughs> what are you trying to say to me? <laughs> that I would date her son if if that, he would hang yeah, out with exactly. me. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. Kendall wants Logan to give her money. Oh. And so he sends her away. <laughs> this scene is so bad, yet has so great lines from Logan. Um, but it, the way the, he's so right, though he's he's so right it's about it, it. It is cold, it's but embarrassing, and it's embarrassing for her. Like it's embarrassing. Well, but. She, but she's obviously not in, embarrassed to do it. Right. Well, I'm embarrassed the for that, her. The, yeah. the thing that I'm thinking, though, is um, the fact that she is usually the one being chased. No. And so, yeah, yeah, she's out there and she she works for it. And, you know, she puts in the hours at the gym and oh, well, yeah, yeah, all yeah. of that. But she was always pursued by rich men like since she got to the point where she could be in that situation that's what she was and so she has built herself up to the idea that she was the one who was pursued by rich men and now she's in a situation where she is being rejected and so it's like a massive but she was um, going after older rich men and now she's going after a a teenager (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it seems like a faulty plan. Like, she should probably be chasing after, like, a 65-year-old dude. Exactly. Yeah, totally. That's what but, I would do. But still, it's the idea that, you know, she has had this idea of herself in her head for the last several years that, you know, she just makes men do whatever she wants. But... And, and now she's coming up against the fact that maybe... Maybe is, she, that isn't going to work for her in the future. Is anybody quoting her her to Logan after she leaves the room? To Logan. No. no. Okay. No. So when he says to her, you know, did you ever think about getting a job? And she 
blatantly turns around to him and said, this is my job. Which mm-hmm. kind of says to me that she's not ashamed of what she's doing and that mm-hmm. she this is this is the life that she chose to have. She wants to marry uh, well, not necessarily married, but have a sugar daddy. And she doesn't care if he's young or old and she will do or say whatever it takes to get it. So there's, I feel like there's no shame there for her. Oh, I'm not, I'm not saying there's shame. I was just saying that in this scene, it is definitely the fact that I'm sure that for the last several years, she has had a good run Mm. and she has not been rejected by anyone. And so this is the first time in a long time that she's been rejected. And so that's what I, I'm seeing in this scene. I would very well, She's I mean, very taken aback, very humble. But it's just like, what? I, I, the, I think that there are smart, rich men out there, even smart, rich, older men out there who would see what she was doing and probably say, no, thanks. And, and I don't think that she would pick them. Probably not. You're true. You, 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 you're you, right. You've got to know your, got to know your audience, got to know your target. Yeah. You got to know when to hold them and know when to fold them. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> Which brings us to, she shows up in Duncan's room. Oh my. I don't think he knew what to do with her. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he'd know what to do either. I think he just scratched her back and was like, on your way. <laughs> I don't know what to do. He's like, oh, I like to have my back scratched. Go for it. Oh, don't, don't. I have a towel on. <laughs> yeah. Hands off. There's, there's a quote that's from a completely different TV series. And so I feel like I'm okay to quote this. But the, uh, um, this started as you scratch my back, I scratch yours. But the uh, scratching of the back leads to the uh, grabbing of the headboard and screaming of names. So there you go. Ooh la la. What show is that from? <laughs> um, oh, what show was it from? It was Sounds like from... something I need to watch. It was <laughs> right. it was a short lived. It was a one season show. Um, it had Neil McDonough in it, and he was the one who said that line. Boom. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it was Boomtown, and um, it was really cool. They they did it was um, a crime show, and so you had the police the. Um, any sort of like EMT responders and the lawyers. And so they would go through and show you the the case from start to finish from one person's point of view and then back it up and show the second point of view hmm. and then the third point of view. And so by the end of it, you saw how everything interacted and it was really cool. Hmm. Huh. Interesting. So um, the very last thing I have is that Logan makes sure that Veronica knows that Kendall was uh-huh. with Duncan you know, he's a jerk. I well, know. And I, I think, just didn't appreciate it from this. I think that she made it look like something happened for to show for show for Logan, but it still doesn't there. Even if she was in there, she still ha, he still had to throw her out. She could have been in there for five minutes. We don't know how long she was in there, which is obviously what we're not supposed to know. But right. Logan a, knows how long she was in there. Yeah, and Veronica, when he says that to Veronica, the look on Veronica's face is pretty aghast. No, you know, 
But yeah. I, I don't believe that Donut would do that. He's a lot of things, but I, I don't... I don't know. Because, I mean, they set it up in the beginning when she first shows up at the hotel room. And he's like, she's hot. Of course Logan's going to sleep with her. Yeah. And Whoop, whoop, follow this path. Whoop, whoop, follow this path. This way, this way. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I don't think I don't think he did it either. Nah, I don't buy it. I don't know. So there's, yeah, th- there's so many different ways that I can look at the scene, and I don't know. All right. Well, it's time for quotes. So Elizabeth, would you like to go first? Okay. Um, this is when uh, Veronica goes to Gia's house. <clears throat> They're putting the shoes in. She says. Great, they kill their guests and steal their shoes. And then she hears laughter. Please tell me they kill their guests. <laughs> Love that one. No, Gia, chlamydia is not a flower. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Logan. Frankly, my dear, you know the rest. Um, well, because I can't help myself, I have to. Dr. Pervert. Saturdays on the boat by myself. If you ever want to come by, smoke a J and fool around. <laughs> <laughs> what? I have. I have. You got to do the whole thing, Jimmy. Because That's the way just that he my just, job. I know. It's like we're reversed. But the way that he just slipped it in there because, you know, mm-hmm. Friday is date night and then Saturday you can come smoke a J and we can fool around. And then Sunday we have the, the housing committee. And I'm just like, wait, what? what? Wait, I had to rewind say- it twice to, to, to make <laughs> sure he said what I thought he said. <laughs> I have, are you sick or am I going to see you singing Twist and Shout on a flo- on a parade float? I like that one. Yeah. 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 Ferris Blue. Yep. Yeah. All right. Well, to go along with the Geo one earlier, your trellis is a whore. <laughs> <laughs> Any honorable mentions? Oh, I have another one today. Ooh! Ooh. Veronica, do you know how to do dreadlocks? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Veronica, nobody likes an eager beaver. Yes, I have that one. Oh my gosh, I have that one. I I have Logan. When the milk stops being free, I stop drinking it. I have, uh, let's see how much you're sneezing when you have gonorrhea. (laughs) (laughs) um i have we were making out on the couch and then that happened (laughs) from that same scene go ahead uh uh, gia i was funny at my old school (laughs) uh from from the same scene that uh uh ass slaps and high fives the logan for banging the hot chick maybe she'll buy us beer <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. Slightly before that, but still the same scene. <laughs> My code word will be endurance. Gross. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, not not for Jimmy and I. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't, right. gonna, I wasn't gonna say anything, but since you said it, I'll, I'll agree with it. <laughs> You'll agree. Yeah. Okay, time for feedback. All right, feedback uh, from the Facebook 
Facebook group. Taylor says, is it just me or like 85% of the parents we meet in Neptune really, really bad parents? Didn't we just have a much higher oh, percentage? That's a low percentage. Yeah, that's a low percentage. Uh, their bad parent quota seems really high, even for a fictional teen show. <laughs> I'd say we're verging on daytime soap opera status. <laughs> I don't know. Some of the some of the parents in my daytime soap are way better parents. <laughs> um, I would have been around fourteen when I saw this and had no idea what the whole incorporation plot was about. <laughs> and to this day, I still only understand it in the way that you understand an unfamiliar word based on context. <gasps> I said the same thing. <laughs> In other news, yay for Sheriff Lamb backstory character developments. Our next one is from Simone. Mayor Woody Goodman is pushing for incorporation. I'm not even going to pretend to understand what that means. Okay, See, so now, now we can all understand. So now I feel like the freak because I knew exactly what all that meant. And all okay. You are full of knowledge, Naomi. I am. I'm awesome. Um, and still Keith, uh, and still wants Keith to be sheriff, sheriff, but of Neptune City instead. I've seen the series like over 20 times, but I still can't figure out the intention. She is very aggressive and like a dog with a bone about it. Odd. Dick and Dee's mo- bio mom comes to town to sign away their trust funds. I don't think there's a good mother in Neptune anywhere. It's kind of sad. Excellent. Edwin's dad is a perv, and Edwin, although well-behaved, draws very creep-tastic pictures. Oh, he does. Albert is psycho, but I, it's ice cream, so I'll give him a pass. <laughs> <laughs> Mrs. Hauser and Deputy Stacks. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Poor Stacks. <laughs> no plastic surgery for you, Veronica. You're perfect. Well, except for the mental issues? Hmm. <laughs> Dr. Good Samaritan is hanging around with the drug dealers. Suppose you can't trust a guy that is pretending to be a witness. Last week when I said, believe it or not, he's the Anon that called 911, I'd completely spaced that it was revealed in this episode that he was a fraud. In fact, I totally bought, again, it happens every single time, that he was the witness. LOL. <laughs> no bark? Is it your day off? Oh, Ronica, that was a good one. Oh. Such a good one. Yeah. Gia and Veronica have a sleepover party, and Madison is there. Uh. Uh, with her boots out. Mrs. Goodman is uber anal, and quite frankly terrifying. Okay, so this is the thing that I, I'm, I'm completely going off her, her feedback for a second. Like, if the son was autistic it could be the fact that the idea of having really regimented um living situation can help control that and is good for him so i i didn't find anything wrong with that Um, but his face that's what is weird maybe he just has a weird face malika (laughs) kids have weird faces no mr goodman Oh, I'm a kid. <laughs> he always has a weird face. Have That's true. Other shows, he always has a weird face. Okay, but Mrs. Goodman is uber anal, and it's quite frankly terrifying. Even Woody appears to be creeped out by his own wife. See, <laughs> <laughs> love these TMNT sleeping bags. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Logan and Kendall are still banging. And now she mm-hmm. wants Logan's money. But when that doesn't work out, she hits on Donut. Bestie, when the milk stops being free, <laughs> I stop buying it. Mm-hmm. Kendall is straight up gold digging for her life. I love that. Okay, like, I think we need to quote that. That's <laughs> gold digging for my life. Uh, see the look on her face when the lawyer said she got no money and to maybe fall back onto what she used to do? LOL. Rodney is weird and shy and intense. Very descriptive, Gia. When would you, when you, you left that? Yes, I can speak. I can. Have you been ah, drinking? Only, only herbal tea. <laughs> When you leave a sleepover early, I'm supposed to put on my trench coat over my pajamas and come pick you up. <laughs> I wonder what's in the envelope that Donut took. Me too. Still no response from Wallace via email. Are you guys worried? Yes. I'm, yes. Not, I'm not worried, but not yet. Well, Naomi's about to up and leave this cast if he doesn't come back. So. <laughs> That's right. Poor Grace. Meg was trying to get her sister into a new home because of their abusive parents, but she was unfortunately stopped by the crash. Oh, crap. The Mannings locked their youngest daughter in a closet? Evil! <laughs> Mr. Manning catches Donut and MV. Sheriff Lamb arrests them. It's got V and um, period, Sheriff Lamb, and I've read too much Bridget Jones' diary, so whenever I see V like that, I try to make it very, and I was like, very, Sheriff Lamb. What? <laughs> You can still call her Ronnie, I swear. <laughs> Mr. Uh, Sheriff Lamb arrests them and then finds the hidden cubbyhole and lets them walk because he was abused by his dad, possibly the only time I like Don Lamb. He sort of became more human and less ridiculous in that moment. I didn't know he had a first name. I, didn't oh, yeah. I was just going to say, yeah. I didn't know his name yeah, was Keith, Don. Keith has called him Don before. Yeah. <clears throat> Alright, this is from Kayla. Yay, a sleepover with Madison. Veronica must be so thrilled. <laughs> did, you, did you know that pizza has like a kajillion calories? Is that what they're talking about? <laughs> that is some deep conversation, yo. <laughs> it is so hard to choose the right outfit when you are breaking and entering. I feel you, Duncan. It always stumps me too. <laughs> poor Grace. Well, actually, poor all those little kids. None of them seem to have a happy-go-lucky childhood. Then again, it is Neptune. Did you really expect more? Sheriff Lamb was actually pretty decent in this episode. He could have been a real jerk and gone through with arresting Veronica and Duncan, but he didn't. Good for him. I never picked up on his comment about the father until just now. Poor Lamb. Man, this episode just makes me feel bad for everyone. <laughs> I need to pay more attention when I watch this show. Those good men sure are organized. Certainly bordering on psychotic. Reminds me of Mrs. Doubtfire when he, she opens the cupboards and everything is labeled crazy. Wallace's mom, I think, is the only good mother in Neptune. Sad to say. I wonder if the Mannings also locked Meg and Lizzie in the closet, or was it Grace that was special? When you think back to season one's Like a Virgin, it makes me wonder what they did when Lizzie was caught waking up in the swim coach's cabin. I imagine that they didn't like that too much. Love V's dude scene. It was cute, and The Big Lebowski is such a good movie. Oh, I've yeah. taken over potential cast SOG motto in a way, and just say it's Neptune. Sums it all up for me. Anyway, that is my rambling feedback for Nobody Puts Baby in a Corner. A good episode all in all. I do want to add my favorite quote for this episode, but don't want to steal anyone's. Put just in case it isn't mentioned in the podcast, figured I'd have to give it. Props, Stuart. 
We have a standing dinner date with friends on Fridays, Saturdays, of course. I'm on the boat by myself if you ever want to come by, smoke a J and fool around. He says it so casually. Hilarious. I know. I'm going to have to use that sometime. It could have come off as somewhat creepy, but it didn't. What? Well, because I I know what she's, she's saying though, because like it took me like when he just says it, it's like so offhand. You're like, whoa, what? And then you're like, that's creepy. But it takes you a minute because he does say it so casually. Like, there's nothing wrong with it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right, the next feedback we have is from Beth. I love the look on Veronica's face when she said out of when she saw the out of order sign already on the restroom and then walked in to find Logan inside. Kristen Bell's expression was also priceless when Veronica realized that she wasn't the only one at she slumber party. <laughs> <laughs> I actually did expect Dr. Griffiths to hit on Veronica at his doorstep, but the way he did it was even creepier than I imagined. <laughs> <laughs> Again with the creepy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All That's right. So we didn't actually get any information. But who crashed the bus? Goodman. Yeah, I I like my idea of Lily's ghost and a time traveling Duncan. So <laughs> work that theory. <laughs> and and we know now we were saying that so maybe Meg was in it too because if she was time traveling with Duncan to have all those babies that they had, but definitely time traveling Duncan. I'm still sticking with Chardo for now. I can't. I can't. I just can't pick anybody else. I know that it's re- unrealistic. We didn't get. We didn't get much information on this in yeah. this episode. So, yeah. Gia so did this it. Is when, the, when the crazy theories come out. <laughs> exactly. That <laughs> next that time. Really... I need. I need somebody to lead me so that I can go down a rabbit hole. <laughs> <laughs> well, we don't have time for that tonight. Exactly. No, I was like, on. I'm willing to lead you there, Jimmy, but it'll have to wait. Right. All right. So we will go with ratings. Uh, wait, Yvette, did you give a? It's Beave. Beave. Okay, sticking with it. So what are we doing now? Ratings. Um, well, I like this episode just from you know the a plot. It was interesting, but it was a little bit scattered all over the place. Um, but you know, pretty enjoyable. I'm gonna give it six point five out of ten gold diggers. I actually liked this episode. I liked the A plot, not because it was, you know, but anyways, because it was, it was interesting, not because it was good, if that makes sense. Um, But, um, uh, you know, for the most part, all the Kendall stuff was good. Dick was funny. Uh, I, I think that this was actually a really good episode that was just kind of an out of the box, you know, out of the box. It, didn't really give us anything overall, but it was a good standalone episode. I'm going to give it um, 7 out of 10 clown boobs. <laughs> uh, I also I liked this episode. I was totally entertained. A-plot was good. We got uh, backup. We had Veronica talking to backup. There was no weevil, so it's going to lose a point there. But anyway, 7 out of 10 really big bugs. Yeah, I don't know. I I feel like I am came out of this sort of with lower expectations than everybody else. Um, that's not expectations, but a lower enjoyment of this than everybody else. Um, it just, like, we, we didn't, after so much of the, the, the bus arc, the bus arc, the bus arc, and there was nothing on the bus arc. And it was, like, there were plot lines all over the place. And, I don't know, it just seemed fractured. And the... 
I mean, the case of the week was really interesting, but I don't know. It just, it was like math for me. And so I gave it six and I didn't even think of a rating system. Um, six, uh, the, the, the pizzas with kajillion calories. <laughs> so that's a go. lot of calories. Yeah. All right, Elizabeth. Okay, well, I think the first time I watched this, I was really interested in the plot, but then I guess I'm now like really nitpicking it. Um, I don't really like what they're doing with Kendall. I, I don't necessarily, like I'm picking plot holes in all these kids abuse stories. I think the teacher was kind of a cliche, but there was a lot of good things and there was no Jackie. And the look on Veronica's face when she gets to the party was Epic. amazing. <laughs> Yeah, so I'm going to, I think I'm going to have the lowest rating of all you guys. I'm going to give it um, 5.5 big beavers out of 10. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to get to go down that hole. Um, I I meant the laughing hole, sorry. I also like this. (laughs) (laughs) You are muted, Jimmy. Or I'm putting myself on mute or something. <laughs> um, I like the A plot and I I think I I don't know, I pick more things out of this episode on each watch, so I can't really go into anything more than that, but um I enjoy it and I'm going to go 7 out of 10 ice cream for ice cream. <laughs> All right. I can't believe if... nobody used Ninja Turtle sleeping bags. That was oh. like my other favorite. How's that? Anyways, go ahead. All right. If Malika can speak now, it is time for our contact information. <laughs> okay. Breathe. Okay. Um, you can find us at quadruplez.com. You can email us at investigatingmarspodcast at gmail.com. You can um, also send us an MP3 voicemail to that same email address, and we would love it to hear your voice. Uh, you can tweet at us at investigatemars. Facebook group is facebook.com slash groups slash investigatingmars. Our spoiler group, for those of you who have watched it, is on facebook.com slash group slash spoilers of Mars. And we would love it if you left left us an iTunes review. Yes. And thank you, Elizabeth, for joining us. Oh, thanks. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Had a lot of fun. I love your Mrs. Peacock picture. I love it. I know. Oh, I love that movie so much. Mrs. White. (laughs) Nice. Yeah. Okay, so next time is Ahoy Mateys. What's it about? Somebody goes to a boat to smoke a J. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yes. I to go with that. Either that or sailors come to town. Fleet Week. Yeah. That's what I was they, all, they all go to San Diego for Fleet Week. Whenever it's Fleet Week here, it's like insane because they have like a big gay Fleet Week. Oh my God. It's so much fun. Oh my wow. God. Can I come to that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come stay with me, Jimmy. When yeah, when, when is that? <laughs> I'll get the date for you. It's all, like it's so much fun. Like all the gay bars are like hopping. Gay Fleet Week? I am totally down with that. Yeah. Okay. So that's all what right. it's gonna be about. It's gonna be about Gay Fleet Week. Yeah. Okay. 
we we shall see. And until then, bye. Bye, everybody. Bye. 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 bye.